Thank you very much. It's nice to be back here uh, in the big sense and in the small sense, back after the news, but back for the first time in a few weeks. So when football is being played avidly, our food show doesn't appear because, you know, we're into sports more than we are into food. Yeah, I think it's a crazy too, but, uh, you know, everybody is deserving of having his own tastes. And we talk a lot about that, too, here on our program. We'd love to talk with you. That's the bottom line. We'd love to hear from you. It's at 260-1870, 260-1870. Let's see, who's on hold today? I think we had, uh, I think it's, uh, we did Steve. Michael. Michael, I think, is next. Is that right? Bill, Tom. Michael. How are you doing today? Bill? Okay. Michael. Hi. Okay. I thought he said, okay. Uh, I'm in Prairieville. Maybe he got that mixed up. Um, I'm looking for an old recipe that I'm hoping you can help me out with. Uh, my dad's mother died in 74, and before while she was still with us, every year about this time, he would go to the central grocery and get a, a, a whole uh, Atlantic cod. She would take it, he would take it home to her, and she would soak it for a couple of days, keep changing the water to get some of the salt out. And she made some kind of stew, I guess. It was uh, it wasn't a couvillon, but it was kind of with with the red sauce. And the only no nobody in the family seems to have the recipe. And the only one I've come close to something like this was a, uh, the the guys who own uh, Carabas. And mm-hmm. I'm wondering, do you have something? They call it baccalaureau. Yeah, and I looked on uh-huh. your website and I didn't see it on your site. And I'm well, interested uh, in trying that, to resurrect that's, it. That's an unusual name for it. Uh, bacala is the, or also related to bacalao. This is something you find all through Europe, everywhere you go, from uh, uh, Norway all the way across the Mediterranean into northern Africa. Everybody loves this, which starts off with dried, salted codfish the world's worst ingredient, and they uh, take it from there, and as you said, you soak it for a while, sometimes for days. Sometimes you take a hacksaw, I am not making this up, to cut it into pieces because the stuff is so stiff and so unyielding that you really, that's the only thing that you'll have that'll cut it. And what the red part of the sauce is your basic spaghetti sauce. This is very, very popular in Sicily. So all you need to do is find a Sicilian restaurant, and it's typically, they only do this in the springtime, you know, late winter, early spring. It's kind of a, almost a Lenten sort of thing to eat, too. In fact, it's a, on, on St. Joseph's Day, it's a big, big deal to serve bacala, B-A-C-A-L-A. I'll tell you who knows how to make it, and he has a cookbook, and uh, it's his cookbook is very inexpensive, and it has a lot of great recipes in it, and I know it has that one. Uh, it's Andreas. He, uh, he's got a, a really nice hardcover cookbook. And I must tell you that uh, they're all his recipes, but I wrote it. So it's uh, I, I know what's in it, and I know that's in it. And if you want to just sit down with him and have him tell you what, how to make it, he'll do that for you. He's a super nice guy. Yeah, I was hearing you talking about that right before the uh, top of the hour, and I went, you know, I didn't think about going to look at what he's got. So yeah, but, uh, he be, he's he's not Sicilian. He comes from Capri, 
but that's close enough, and, and he knows Sicilian food because there's no way you could live in Italy and not know about Sicilian food. But that's, uh, that's the story, and since we have a lot of Sicilian-owned restaurants in New Orleans, it shouldn't be hard to find, but I know for a fact that he's got it. Well, I appreciate it very much, and Merry Christmas to you and your wife. Yeah, you too. Thank you for calling. Nice hearing from you. And uh, David is next, I think. David's still there? Hi, David, Tommy. How are you in. doing? I'm doing great. I just have a couple of questions. What is your opinion of Palace Cafe? I believe it's on Canal Street. Right on Canal Street in the old Whirlines building a million years ago, corner of camp. Or actually, it would be uh, the corner of what? what's the continuation of camp? I can never remember it. It's, it starts with an H, or is it an F? What's uh, Anyway, somebody will tell me. <laughs> or I could look at a map, but I can never find a map. Charters, that's it. I, well, I, that doesn't have a W or a uh, Oh, well. <laughs> uh, see, I mean, I'm just a mixed-up kind of guy at base. But, uh, yeah, it's it's a, it's a Brennan-run restaurant. Dickie Brennan runs that. He has four restaurants, five restaurants, I think, now. And uh, okay. this is, uh, I'll tell you a few things about it. They're, they're real strong with their seafood. Uh, they have great crab cake. They do... Uh, some just generally across the board with fish. I'm always asking, you know, what do you have today? And it's always something interesting. They also right. are, are very big on duck. And in most restaurants that have duck at all usually have one way of making it. They'll make it two or three different ways over there. They, they really have it nailed down. And they have a few dishes that are utterly unique to them. Uh, that right, you're, you're right. really not, just not going to find anywhere else. So it's a, yeah. a kind of semi-casual restaurant. It's not particularly dressy, but if you wore a jacket and tie to go there, nobody would laugh at you or anything like that. Sure, uh, sure. Good, good, what's, good place. And what's the? Um, I can't think the name of it. The Crown Plaza downtown. There's a restaurant. I guess you say it's adjacent to it. What's the name of that restaurant? Uh, I, I that that's a Hilton, not a Hilton. It's a uh, Holiday Inn restaurant, and I get confused as to which is which. Where do you know the streets it's on? Um, the Crown Plaza, I believe it's on. Uh, it's either Fortress or Canal. I'm not sure. Yeah, well, both Fortress and Canal are big places. Right, uh, I, right. If I knew the place you were talking about, I could help you, but uh, I, I just okay. don't know what hotel this is. See if you can figure it out and call me back. <clears throat> okay, thank you. Or, you know, Merry Christmas. Or, or keep listening. Somebody may call in and said you're talking about the, and we'll, then we'll find out. Okay, thank you, sir. All right, thank you. See ya. It's the food show. Anybody know what uh, what he's talking about? What's the name of the hotel? The uh, oh, I've forgotten it already. Should have written it down. Oh well. Uh, give us a call. We'd love to talk with you about food and restaurants and stuff. Do we have a break at this uh, at this time? Okay, uh, our program today is sponsored by, oh, I'm glad to see that these guys are back again. We, When they first came onto the market about 10 years ago, maybe a little more than that, I was really excited about it because it was just a couple, uh, a guy and a girl, married and, you know, normal people, <laughs> uh, and uh, just uh, nice people, too. And they put out a series of... Um, of salad dressings, they were doing this at the Mandeville Car uh, Farmer's Market at first, and they had a lot of success with it. Everybody who tasted it, particularly their tomato vinaigrette sauce that they were doing, uh, they went crazy over it. 
And the reason they did was that all of the ingredients in it were fresh. Most, uh, you know, salad dressings, they just give, uh, you know, X amount from this tank, X amount from this tank, and it's just all, you know. These are hands-on. They made it. Them, they make all their dressings themselves. It's all fresh ingredients. And they sent me a list of some things that you could use their dressings to make because I was already doing that. For example, I discovered that if you made a ham sandwich, just a basic ham sandwich on a multi-grade multi uh, uh, bread, and you just spread it with a little bit of one of their salad dressings, that uh, Creole tomato salad dressing would be perfect for that. Uh, but also, uh, so would be their blue cheese dressing. Uh, but they have some other things, that, especially if you're having some parties. Uh, they think that you can make a pretty darn good uh, uh, dip out of their grill, out of grilled sausage with some baby back ribs and roasted pork loin and using, once again, that tomato dressing as kind of the thing that kicks off the flavor. And you, you find other things like that. Their fish tacos go with that, too. Uh, and, and leftover turkey, a perfect, perfect combination. With the blue cheese dressing... Some hot wings with celery sticks. I mean, can you imagine that? You put that out at a, at a party you're doing, everybody will go crazy over it. Uh, same thing about uh, with their olive oil and herb vinaigrette with a feta cheese and artichoke crostini. That's almost like garlic bread, except it's cooked until it's crunchy. Uh, French bread dip sauce, a marinade for anything under the sun. These are all the things you can make with... Uh, so the salad dressings that come from Cousins, they are available in all the supermarkets, not just here, but all around the country. They are, even though they're operating right out of here in New Orleans, they have gotten that kind of attention just because of the quality of the product. Here's one tricky thing about it. They don't keep it in the produce department. It's in, uh, it's in the produce department, but it's in the refrigerated part of it, and you won't see it on the shelf with the other bottled dressings. This emphasis on fresh, it just never goes away. It's Cousins salad dressings. And remember, when you're buying theirs, I mean, it's really two people who have gotten behind this and do all the work, and it's, it's, they're really inspiring people. We, we really like them. I know them personally, and uh, but didn't know them before, but then when they started putting that dressing, it was uh, out. It, I couldn't go through a day without at least thinking about them. We'll come back with more of the Food Show in a moment after First Please. Hello, welcome back. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Let's rush right along here because we have much to get on. And Jay is here. Jay, welcome to the Food Show. Hey, Tom. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Come on in. Hey, well, I was, I was calling with a cooking question, but your cousin's spot there got me thinking. Um, is, is there anywhere around here to get Creole tomatoes out of season. Does anybody grow them hothouse or hydroponic or anything like that that you know I, of? I have heard that they there are such places, but I don't I don't remember ever seeing it on shelves. And yeah. uh, I don't know uh, the answer to that. But maybe somebody listening to us has seen it. I, I do know that for a while there, there were some people who were trying to make it a, a year-round product, but... Mm -hmm. You know, you're, you're still fighting against Mother Nature there, and Mother Nature True. knows what time it is, you know. So <laughs> you might be early with it, but uh, maybe she's still asleep. Uh, I don't know. Good <laughs> luck with that. Let me know if you come up with something. Will do. The cooking question is, I'm looking to upgrade a couple of things for the, the missus for the holiday season. 
And your preference in Dutch ovens, is there is there a difference or pros and cons with different types of construction? We've we've always used cast iron, but mm-hmm. I'm open to open to upgrading to aluminum or ceramic if you know one is better than the other. Yeah. I'm not crazy about ceramic stuff. Uh, there are people who just love it, and God bless them. I don't think there's anything wrong yeah. with them. But I like um, uh, lately. I've been stainless steel uh, all the way. Really? I, okay. I, I, yeah, with a heavy bottom. And okay. uh, here's here's the advantage. Uh, the, it picks up heat pretty quickly. Not as quickly mm-hmm. as as uh, aluminum. Aluminum. Uh, is surpassed only by copper. Copper is probably the best of all. Or if you can get it, gold. But you know that's ridiculous. <laughs> so, but that is the that is the uh, thing that transmits the heat the fastest and cools the fastest too. But anyway, okay. Well, we'll the, check what, that what out. I, cool. What I like about uh, cast iron is that it kind of has qualities of both, and uh, it nothing sticks to it much. Mm-hmm. And and it's 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 pretty reliable and uh, uh, I would say my second favorite is fairly thick aluminum. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. But everybody's got a different oh. idea about that. We'll try it out. Thanks, Tom. Yeah. Well, good luck. Thank you. See, it's the food show. Ron is over here on the blue phone. Hey, Tom. Ron, Ron the gourmet waiter. How are you doing? It's Ron the gourmet waiter and occasional uh, guest host on our radio show here. Thank you for doing yes, that as always. A couple of, uh, you're welcome. My pleasure. A couple of uh, answers in case they're still listening. The uh, guy with the cod uh, fish stew type recipe ought to look up a yeah. recipe for bouillabaisse, which Bouillab- is a French uh, fish stew, yeah, and see if he recognizes I, uh, any of the ingredients. Yeah, could be, but that wouldn't you wouldn't come up with anything close to what he's talking about. That way, okay. I, I, in in my opinion, that's just not. Well, to to tell you the truth. I think that uh, dried salted codfish is truly the worst ingredient in wide use in the world. I, I don't know why anybody likes it, but everybody, I a lot of people do like it. So uh, you know, who am I to say they shouldn't? Yeah, on the Creole tomatoes, I would have him call a produce company because a lot of times things get to the restaurants that don't get to the markets. So I would yeah, try no, like AJ's true. Produce over there in the uh, Marini, uh companies like that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, on your uh, Dutch oven, I'm uh, stainless steel or cast iron, and I like uh, Care Restaurant Supply for most of that stuff. They've got oh, good they're, prices, they're and they've got, got everything there. And they give you really good advice, too. Yeah. They, anyway, they, uh, one more thing. Uh, we were missing sure. you yesterday. I was with the owner of uh, Skiro's, which is now Silk Road in the Marini, and I took him over to mm-hmm. go eat lunch yeah. with uh, Scott Craig over at Francesca, the new uh, oh. Italian deli. We had a great time. Yeah, that's uh, he's really hit a home run with that thing. I, I, the the only problem he's got is that there's just a little too little parking around there. But uh, if you can stand walking a block, so what? Yeah, it was fantastic. Anyway, Scott was there, so it was good catching up. I'll let you go. Have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. That's a place called... Um, Oh gosh, it's it's another word for wait a minute. I know exactly where I can get it. I have it right here in my. Well, I thought I did. Oh, never mind. I'm sorry. I had the menu for the place just sitting here about an, a half hour ago. It's the food show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. Uh, we talk about everything. If you have something on your mind, uh, give us a call. And uh, what what did you say? Two six zero. 
1870 uh, is our telephone number. We're on the big, uh, the big 870 today, and we'll be here tomorrow too, the same time. I uh, hope you can tune us in. We have a lot more time to spend on this program than I do on the one that's during the week. I'm on every day, every weekday on 105.3 FM HD2. If your radio isn't tuned into that, you probably have a car that's getting old. Uh, but you might have your own HD radio, and it's worth having because the sound quality is fantastic, better than FM, better than anything else you'll find. And it also stretches out a long, long way before it fades away if you're driving away from town. So it's worth uh, checking into. Most new cars come equipped with HD radio, but the only funny thing about it is that uh, you practically have to get one of the one of the people who works at the dealership to show you how to do it because it's a little complicated the first time. Every time after that, all you need to do is push a button. And it's worth doing because, uh, well, for one thing, I'm on there every day from 3 until 5. And we keep on going another hour after that. Just we record it and keep on going. And uh, it's the uh, same show as this one, basically. But strangely enough, I, I don't understand this. We have a totally different bunch of people who call this show than who call the one on 105.3 FM during the week. So uh, I, I don't know what that would mean to you, but uh, this, I hope, means something to you. Please give us a call. We'd love to know what you've been eating, wherever you've been. Love to hear from you. In the meantime, we have an update on the news from CBS. And uh, is our own newscaster group uh, ready to go to? Yeah, I think so. Hang uh, hang on, and we'll be back with more of the Food Show in just a moment. I have here Commander's Palace's Revion menu. I hadn't looked at that until now, and when we come back, I'll give you that. Welcome back. It's the second course of the Food Show, midway through it. And uh, I'm sorry, you told me who was on hold, and I just... Mitch, welcome to the Food Show. Thank you. It's a good name to remember. Welcome to our program. Hey, Tom. How are we doing today? Doing great. Uh, well, it's an ugly day outside, but uh, not too bad. Very true. Uh, I, I have a North Shore dining question for you. Um, Gallagher's or Gallagher's 527. It looks like they have the same menu online. Do you have a preference yeah. between the two? Uh, yeah, I like the one in Covington for two reasons. First of all, it's closer to where I live, so it's uh, I'm more likely to go there. Uh, but also, uh, the one in Mandeville seems to me to be a much busier place, harder to get reservations, and the, it, it seems a little closer, you know, put together than the one in uh, in Covington, which I find kind of spacious. Both of them are pretty loud, but they, that's restaurants all over these days. So uh, Pat Gallagher, he, he's a terrific restaurateur. You couldn't go too wrong with doing any of his things, and we learned earlier that he's working on opening up a restaurant in Slidell pretty soon. So uh, that nice. kind of gives you an idea of him. All right. Well, thank you very much. Have a great yeah. holiday. You too. Thanks for the call. See ya. It's the Food Show. Jimmy joins us over here on the Purple Phone. Hello? Jimmy, welcome. Hi there. Come on in. Hey, I was just like, you know, that uh, Duranax customer looking for uh, Creole tomatoes. He's been having Creole tomatoes basically every week from Bechdel's. Oh. I wonder where they're coming from. But... Uh, I can believe that uh, Dorinex is uh, is such a great supermarket on all kinds of levels that uh, yeah, if anybody's going to have, gonna have it. Yeah, they have all kinds of different stuff in there from Becknell's yeah. Farms. 
Oh, well, I, I, another good source right there. From, uh, from Kentwood also. Uh-huh. Well, that makes sense, yeah. too. You know, just yeah. uh, we live in this wonderful environment that's nice and warm, and and uh, Creole tomatoes have at least a fighting chance of uh, getting going, right. especially if they're in hothouses. Right. So, uh, I don't know, still uh, eating out of season I, I never think is a real, real good idea. Right. Well, they're not as good as they, they usually are, but you can still tell they're Creoles. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for the All info. Right, thank you. That's, that's good to know. See ya. It's the food show. Uh, Johnny, did I hear? Jo- Welcome hey. to the food show. Hey, Tom, how are you? I'm having a great day. What about you? Oh, just wonderful, watching Tulane uh, win here on television. <laughs> um, just so uh, I scheduled my next E-Club luncheon at uh, Mr. Ed's in Bucktown. Have never been there. Heard some good things about the place. Um, any recommendations there? Of, uh... Yeah, they. Uh, whenever I go there, he, he's, he's got... Uh... But four or five of those scattered around the city here and there. One of them's in the right. corner and does really well. Every time I walk in front of it, there's a line outside the door. Uh, mm-hmm. They they have a really good oyster operation. Where that came from is that they took over the, the business and the building that used to be Bozo's. And Bozo's, oh, yeah. Bozo's had great oysters all the time and also really great catfish, and that has lived on. But mm-hmm. uh, they have what five or six different ways of doing uh, uh, oysters, and I'm an oyster nut, and I go for that kind of thing. So uh, I'm usually dipping through part of it anyway. So that's always how I would start. The catfish Mm -hmm. is fantastic. But then they have a lot of just straight-ahead New Orleans food, like white beans, you know, and things like that. It's a well-put-together restaurant, well-run restaurant, too. And Mm -hmm. uh, I think you're in pretty good shape going there, unless you don't like seafood. They do have other things, but seafood's the main deal. Yeah, I think they, they they mentioned too. They had uh, some Italian dishes also. Uh, yeah, so, a little bit of everything, but that's a New Orleans yeah. neighborhood joint for you. Right. I mean, uh, they have it all. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right, Tom. Appreciate right. it. Thanks. Yeah, thank, thank you, you for Take calling. Care. You are listening to the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Our program today is uh, sponsored by uh, Paran's Poor Boys, and uh, they came up in the rotation a little while ago, and I and I thought to myself, you know what, I'll bet you things have changed over there at least a little bit. So I printed out a copy of uh, their menu. You know, uh, Internet is really good for being able to do things like that, but uh, sometimes you bog down in the printer department. I was uh, going crazy with computer uh, printers over the you know, like last two years or so to the point where I think I went through three of them to find one that I liked, and I found one. Uh, this is not a plug. I'm just keep telling you. There's a, a company called Brother, just Brother, and this is the finest printer I've, <laughs> I've ever had. I give it a command, and here it comes. So I'm holding it in my hand, looking at it right now, and it has a lot of the things that Paran's Poor Boys does every day. You know about the roast beef poor boy. Do you know about their meatball poor boy? It's pretty good. And do you know about their Italian poor boy? This is one of my favorite things that they do. Uh, they have the French bread. They toast it in the oven a little bit. They lay down some mozzarella cheese. They come back with uh, some uh, a little bit of red sauce, sliced meatballs, or sliced Italian sausage, and they have a couple other options, too. They put it back in the uh, oven for a minute, 
with, with some more of the mozzarella cheese. That is a fantastically good poor boy. But the only thing that compares with it is their combination roast beef and ham poor boy, which is becoming, becoming more and more popular all the time. Uh, the menu goes on way beyond uh, uh, sandwiches. They, they do just about everything. Uh, and a pretty good bit of Italian food and even pizzas. All of this is at Paran's Poor Boys, 3939 Veterans Highway in Metairie. They also have uh, two other locations around the city. One of them is on West Esplanade in Kenner, and the other is on Britannia Street in uh, Uptown, uh, Britannia Street. And all of them are open every day and all day long except on Sunday. They're closed on Sunday. Paran's Poor Boys. We will come back with more of the food show in a moment, but first, please. Hello there. Welcome back. It's the food show, and in it, we talk about anything you want to talk about. If it has to do with eating, drinking, raising your own food, uh, remembering dinners that you ate uh, 40 years ago, I do that, so why shouldn't you? Well, you're not 40 yet. Okay. You're not 20 yet. Okay, good. Well, good for you. Our number is 260-1870, I'm just sitting here during the uh, break. By the way, if you call right now, you'll get right in. If you were trying to get in, we've been busy, but we have an opening at the moment. Uh, my my office, which is where I do this, uh, when this is coming to you from the Cool Water Ranch, and I uh, I had to make a decision that hurt me a little bit, and that is I took my turntable and my uh, – I can't even remember what you called them before, uh, but your uh, your big sound device that everybody used to have. No, no, it's not a – well, I have that. That's my turntable. But then I had my – oh, what do you call the thing that you can change stations on and all that? There's a name for that. A tuner. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So I have my tuner, but it was sitting on my desk, and it was taking up space, mostly for the where the cat wanted to sleep there. So I, I moved it up to the top shelf of uh, my shelving unit, logically enough, and uh, at the eight-foot level, uh, thereby saying goodbye to that kind of listening to anything. Even uh, though I have, you know, like 700 albums. So <laughs> what do you do? Uh, and you're running out of room. You know how that is? Two, I bet you do. 260 oh, yeah, 260-1870 is our telephone number. Uh, give us a call. Tell us what you've been cooking over around your house. What do you have going on for uh, Christmas? We, uh, one of my wife's sisters has a, a habit, uh, and a very nice one too, of holding uh, uh, Christmas uh, festivities and particularly the dinner uh, over at her house. It works out great. All the little kids come over, play together. It's, it's really fun. Uh, so, uh, my wife said, okay, what are we going to do? And, uh, she said, I think maybe you ought to do that, that ham, that root beer glazed ham. Everybody seems to love it. So I keep doing it and uh, cheesecake. This is what we did on Thanksgiving, but, uh, who cares if it's, if it's good, it, if it tastes good, it is good. So, uh, that's what I've been working on. What have you, what are you thinking about in terms of Christmas? If you are, Thinking of going out to dine on Christmas Day, I hope I don't have to tell you this. I'm, 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 I hope I'm not the first one to tell you. Uh, you are running seriously late for getting a reservation. Now, you will find restaurants out there 
that are pretty good even uh, that you can get a, res- uh, a reservation. But I would get on that immediately to make sure that you have a, a place to go. Gregory, welcome to the food show. Yeah, that definitely had to be in it. You know, I you know I thought I, I was I got to speak to you yesterday, and I know it was it was I was I was going on a bit about Alon Shia's little Revion he's got going on, which is delicious. Oh, but what's he doing? We, I, I didn't even know about, about that. And I told you about that. It well, I can't remember everything. I can barely well, the remember anything. Thing and his version of Israeli barbecue shrimp with the turmeric and mm-hmm. the um, and the oh boy, anyway, that's great. But tonight we're going to Galatoire's, and I think that's ah. going to be nice. You know, so, guess how much their Revion menu is? It's not expensive. It's forty-five dollars at Galatoire's. I'm not I joking. I, I, I but, just looked it up a few minutes ago, and I was well, I couldn't believe it. The menu is, menu looks good. We had, well, it does. It looks fabulous. But we had reservations way in advance, and it's like fifteen, I guess. And we're going to do um some of the Revion, but we're going to go a la carte too. I mean, we just want to do the whole thing because it's mm-hmm. such a beautiful place to be. I just wish it wasn't such a gray, cold day in old New Orleans, but I guess when it turns dark, you won't even notice, I suppose. But um, And you know what the kicker is? A friend of mine's son just yeah. got a job there as a um, as a bus boy. You know, yeah. he's a kid in a high school. I yeah. said, listen, you better hold on to that job because I mean, he can end up being a waiter and you could stay there 30 or 40 years and make bank. I'm telling well, you, I mean, you, you would certainly make bank. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> you can do really well if you are in a restaurant so, of that caliber. Uh, I was so and, thrilled that he got, because you know, those positions don't open up very often, you know, not I often. Mean, no, no, not often at all. Anyway. Um, well, that's all I had to add. I'm going to Galatoire's tonight. I'll give you a report. Yeah. Um, it's lovely having you on the weekends again. <laughs> I know. I, mean, I wish I were here uh, every weekend in another way. But, okay, well, thanks for calling. We'll be back with more of the food show after first, please. This Go to nomenu.com, N-O-M-E-N-U.com. Click on the thing that says recipes, and it's in that order there. Or if you want to, you can send me an email to tom at nomenu.com, and I'll mail I'll email it to you. Okay, it's and one other simple. quick question. Sure. Are the Mr. Eds of the Bozos that used to be in Mattering that you had talked no. about? Well, the Bozos was a one-unit uh, place. Right, but the exactly. Guy who, but the guy who bought Bozo and his wife both have passed away in the last few years at very mm-hmm. ripe high uh, numbers. Uh but they sold it to Mr. Ed, who has been a customer of Bozo's since he was a little boy. So he knew all about it. And he's a good operator, too. But he has right, since Right, because he they had the one on Lake Avenue, the one on the lakefront. I mean, um, Lake yeah. Avenue, the original Mr. Ed's at one time, right? Uh, no, well, that Mr. Ed's is still in business. This is like a totally oh. different concept. He calls it okay. uh, Mr. Ed's Oyster Bar and Fish Grill. That's what he calls it. Oh, it's okay. a different, totally different thing. And where is that located? Uh, well, it's the same one that used to be Bozo's. They also have okay. one on Bienville Street at Carrollton. They have one in the mm-hmm. French Quarter, also on Bienville Street, strangely enough. And okay. which, uh, there's another one I'm forgetting, but he's all over the place. Okay, and Bienville and, and Carrollton's pretty good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, well, thanks for calling. It's news time here on WWL Radio New Orleans and WWL FM HD1 Kenner New Orleans. We'll be back after the news and more of the food show, so stay tuned. Thank you.